<clears throat> What's going on, everybody? And, uh... So, I wanted to finish this uh, series on imperfection. <clears throat> and there's more that I could talk about. I could make multiple different episodes on different other things that are imperfect. And uh, why that's important to... And, and what, what what makes them perfect and all these things like this. But what I wanted to do here is to give you some lasting uh, knowledge that you can use. Because it's really important to understand why I'm talking about this. Um, so, <clears throat> what is the point of any of this? I've talked about imperfect, you know, like love and things like this. And imperfect solutions and, you know, I was talking about minimum wage and things like this. Uh, why, why am I talking about this? What is the point of doing this? Is it, is it to make you mad? Is it to make you angry? Is it to make you depressed? No. I'm doing this because in society and within ourselves, most people, and I, I, I kind of consider myself part of this, unfortunately, we have an imbalanced understanding of things because of this, this illusion called perfection that people have. Like, oh... You know, this should be perfect, it should be perfectly done, and all this other stuff. It's It doesn't exist. It, it's never going to exist. Um, and worse to me is actually not it, that, that it doesn't exist, but we don't realize that it doesn't exist. Or if we do realize it, we realize it for like a couple of seconds. Uh, and then we go back to doing whatever it is we were doing without going deeply within the illusion of perfection. Um, so, I like to think of it as like a balancing act, right? You, you, you want something, let's say happiness. There is an episode I could have done on uh, imperfect happiness and why happiness is not as, as useful as you think it is. Um, you know, because... You know, like I've said before, if you're happy, why change anything? Why grow? You're not going to. You're not going to want to grow. If you're comfortable, you're not going to necessarily want to grow. Um, it's a natural response. It's not a problem. Uh, necessarily. It can be a problem. And often you'll find that it is a problem later. But it isn't a problem in that moment. But the reason why it became a problem is not because you are still comfortable. But because you found the uh, consequences for being too comfortable. You found that it was a problem for various reasons. Um, things like this, right? And so what we're doing, we're, we're trying to create neutrality. We're trying to create the ultimate truth with a capital T. You know, people were misunderstanding my episode. You know, Your truth is not equal truth. I was talking about truth versus experience, which I might do an episode on. Because people think their experience is true, when it isn't necessarily true. It can lead you to truth, but it isn't necessarily by itself true. Um, and that's where the, the miscommunication comes into play, where there's a lot of problems there. And so you're going into this, like, situation, whatever situation you're going into. And if you have this idea of imperfection in mind, it creates... A sort of stable platform 
from which you can look at the world and you go, oh, 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 yeah. And you know what, David is right. He, he was talking about how this was imperfect and now can see this and things like this. And so it kind of helps you to deal with the highs and lows of life more um, ably, so to speak, with more understanding of what's really going on, why this is so, you know, instead of judging it, like going, oh, this should not be happening, like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, miserable, this is bad, and this shouldn't be the thing that's going on, right? Imperfect reality. What is it, like, the calculation I give, how time, how perfection plus time and imperfection plus more information creates reality without perfection, right? Because it does. The more you, more information you have, the more you realize how imperfect your solution is or your hope is, your happiness is, whatever it is. And the same thing is true for time. Over time, you are becoming less and less uh attached to whatever it is that you were attached to maybe like a year ago because you see the problems with it or because you know the body the mind is looking the body is the body and mind is looking for a stable state um people think that they want to be happy all the time but that's not possible because the body will literally create uh an equilibrium going the other way until it finally balances out. Which means that you might end up having bigger problems in the end because you because you overuse the uh, pleasure systems of the brain, now the body's overusing the pain the the uh, pain centers of the brain. Pain pain not not physical pain but like you know emotions emotional pain. Uh or maybe physical pain as well if you're using opiates or whatever. Um, and so this, this whole thing is about balance and neutrality. There's what I could call true neutrality, and then there's what I could call false neutrality. True neutrality is, or false neutrality is like where you try to create neutrality emotionally. Like, oh, I must not have feelings, I must not think, uh, you know, I must not have biases, this kind of thing, right? True neutrality is knowing uh, this thing about perfection and, and knowing the opposite. Like knowing, like say if you are looking at something like happiness, knowing that eventually that happiness may end, which kind of like neutralizes the attachment, in my opinion, from my experience at least, of happiness. Uh, it helps you to kind of see the bigger picture of what's really going on with happiness and sadness and all these other things. Which is really the whole point of this. Uh, it's helping you to kind of like see the bigger, wider spectrum. And this is why I try to uh, separate truth versus experience. You know, your truth isn't true, but it is an experience. Because truth is not about uh, experience. You can find truth with experience, but with experience, but sometimes with experience, you can find the opposite. You know, there are like visual illusions you can fall into. There's auditory illusions. 
that you ex- you could experience and you could think that those things are true or you could make assumptions based on these experiences that make what you assume to be false and that creates false tr- false experiences things that aren't true um because there is a truth with a capital T right there is a truth that it, that precedes all relative truths there are there is there's a two level system or three level system going on here right experience relative truth absolute truth experience is like me, me right now I'm experiencing the outside the relative truth would be like out, the differences between outside and inside absolute truth includes relative all of the relative outside inside everything in between um things like this and so absolute truth is not about like you're wrong and you're dumb and you're you know whatever it is necessarily it's about going beyond the uh experience and beyond the relative because you may may be in relative truth but not realize it because your your super ego is dominant and you um are saying that this is wrong, this other position is wrong or dumb. You know, this kind of thing, right? It's very easy to do that. I've done it myself. It's something that I want to make an episode on eventually. Maybe maybe even the next episode that I'm doing, that I'm going to do while I'm out here. I might as well do something, right? <laughs> but, yeah, it is something that I am currently becoming more and more aware of. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. So, before I end this episode, before I forget, I want to give you some other examples of imperfection that you may not have thought of. And by no means is this going to be a definitive list. Um, You may find other examples that I didn't think of, I haven't talked about yet. Uh, And I may add to the series if I find other avenues of imperfection or other things that should be included and that are really important to include for various reasons but here are a couple of examples of imperfection that i haven't talked about love happiness um the myth of the perfect you know they're they're so i pretty much talked about them all really at this point because i've I, i made sure to be very general you know the myth of the perfect situation the myth of the perfect Solution, the myth of the perfect relationship, um, you know, the myth of the perfect state, and things like this, and that really helped us to kind of help to go in, into this. But we could go into it deeper by going into different situations and different relationships and different emotional states, you know, like happiness. You may think that happiness is a perfect thing. You should always be happy but it isn't um happiness actually makes you less aware i've noticed it's not always a, it's not always done deal it's not always a done deal thing but typically i've noticed this like if you're happy you're less aware 99 percent of the time you're less aware because you know if you're happy why change anything if you're happy why try to make things better um and the answer is you wouldn't necessarily. 
I think happiness is overrated. Happiness is one of those things to me that's probably the most overrated emotion that people search for. Same thing is true with peace. I used to think that peace was probably the most important emotion that you could you could search for. Um, but I think that's not true anymore. I don't think that's true because peace, too much peace creates complacency. It makes you dull as far as awareness is concerned. You become less intelligent, uh, things like this. And so peace is also a problem. Peace can also be causing you to be less aware. You know, comfort has the same kind of thing going on here. And by no means am I saying that I am completely over comfort or peace or anything like this. But this is just coming from my experience of this. And like I said before, experience can equal truth, but isn't necessarily the truth itself. Anyways, so... The other end of this is a relationship, right? Many people seem to have a lot of expectations about what their relationship should look like um, with other people. And to be honest with you, they're probably never going to be mad. Like, oh, I want to meet this person. He's going to be in Connecticut or whatever. And he's going to have, we're going to have three kids together. We're going to have a big house. We're going to have all these things. And we have none of these things, it's going to be bad, you know, whatever it is. Um, I mean, it's always good to have, like, values. Like, if you want something like that, that's good. But if you don't get that, you know, what... You, you must realize that that may you know, happen because of imperfection. Imperfection is a thing that exists. Uh, this kind of thing, right? The myth of the perfect teeth... Uh, you may have teeth that are ugly looking or something to you. The method of the perfect body. You may have a nose that you look at in the mirror and you go, this nose looks funny. Or whatever it is, right? The myth of the perfect, you know, Wi-Fi signal. You know, you one day you, one day you might be on the internet or one day and you realize that your Wi-Fi is getting really slow or your computer is. You're going, this is annoying. This should be more perfect. Imperfect Wi-Fi, imperfect computers. <laughs> That's like a really big one, and I've struggled with that sometimes. It's funny though, but the myth of the perfect computer or phone, or the myth of the perfect uh, software update. Apple got the new iOS 16 update, and it's definitely not perfect. It's actually got a lot of problems with it still, even in the beta versions. Or even in the 16.1 beta versions, which are usually better, but they actually still have some problems with them. Not as many problems, but they still have some problems. Um, the myth of the perfect situation. You might be outside, and then it starts raining or something, right? Oh, no. I am annoyed that this is happening. It's raining right now. You know, that kind of, that kind of thing, right? Uh, the myth of the perfect, stable, stable emotional uh, situation where, you know, we had this idea in spiritual circles where it's like, oh, you know, you know, there's this thing called enlightenment. And if you get enlightenment, you'll be forever peaceful and blissful and you'll never have a, a bad emotional 
experience again or whatever it is your mind tells you about it this is like totally imperfectly this is totally not true and you will never have a moment where you'll never you'll never be able to say that your emotions are stable you will always have ups and downs and highs and lows and these kinds of things and if you think you won't you know you know that's fine if you if you think that one day you can find that perfect moment where it's just never going to end but you're going to be constantly disappointed when it doesn't happen it doesn't come um the myth of the perfect judgment the myth of the perfect uh thing that people think like you might have this idea that this person should think this way but they don't you know, they think a different way they might think that the earth is flat but you would want them you'd rather want them to think that the earth is round because you know the earth is round or you might not like them because they believe it in the anti-vax community stuff but they do you know whatever it is there's things like this um, imperfection is a constant thing The myth of the perfect life. Oh God, you know, the, we we look on Facebook. There's like this phenomenon I think uh, that you'll see like if you're on social media of any kind at all, you'll see these uh, like pictures of people that seemingly look perfectly. You know they're doing the ma- the most amazing things, but what you don't see is when they're not this way when they're because the they're their uh, feed is curated, right? Because they can't, they they won't necessarily post everything that they are doing for obvious reasons, right? And so you don't see the imperfections that are going on. And so you, so when you're looking at your own life and you're seeing that in them, and you're going, oh, this is so horrible. This is, I'm not this person, perfect person that they are, and all this stuff. Um, it's, I think it's one of the big prop causes of. Depression, mostly, probably mostly among women, actually, if you want to be honest. I don't think men are going to care that much about what other people look or like or think. Um, they may, but not as much, not as uh, strongly. Right? <clears throat> you might have the myth of the perfect man or the myth of the perfect woman in your head as well. It's all these things. There's tons of different, like, examples of this that I could give you. But I'll leave it there for now. And, uh, I hope you all are doing well. And, uh, I'll talk to you on the next episode.